Happy Sunday. Today's Sunday, September 11th, 2022. Um, this is Two Scoops with Dre, your host, D. Woods here. Um, rocking with you guys, checking in. Um, got a lot to discuss. Hope you all have had a productive weekend and it was cool. And you guys were able to rest and do a bunch of shit or do nothing at all. I have um, done all three um, and it's been uh, pretty wonderful. Um, but first and foremost, before we start, um, today is September 11th, um, as you guys know, 21 years ago, um, we were attacked, um, at the World Trade Centers in New York City, and several thousands of people, um, lost their lives, um, city has truly, honestly, um, and the economy, in my personal opinion, have... Um, yet to recover. Um, there are people that are still missing. I believe there are 1,600 people um, whose remains or um, people are just unsure of their whereabouts. Um, so, without uh, further ado, let's uh, just have a moment of silence for those that lost their lives and um, the family members and friends of those in the September 11th attacks. Alright, man. Um, like I said, man, we got a lot to discuss. We got a whole lot to discuss today, man, and I'm really excited to talk about all of it with you. Um and we are going to um dive right into it. Um, so like I said, uh Yeah, we're gonna do the damn thing, man. Um but um before we start, like I said, uh today is September eleventh. And uh, I like to um, reflect. And so um, the people always say, um, what were you doing on um, September 11th of 2001? Um, <clears throat> it was a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it was a Tuesday. Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. I was actually sitting. I was a sophomore and I was in my world history class and. Uh, that's when we knew for sure um, that the World Trade Centers in New York City were the ones that were being targeted. Um, I knew about it uh, maybe like an hour before it was confirmed that it was in New York City. Um, I was under the impression that it was the World Trade Center in Dallas. Um, I was actually, my mom was a flight attendant for American Airlines. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe she had that same flight um, like a week or so before. Um, and she was in town because she actually lived in Manhattan at that time. Um, and she was driving me to school and, uh, they said that the world trade center had just been attacked. Um, I thought it was the world trade center in Dallas, um, because my father worked there and I was completely terrified, kind of unsure. And it was just everywhere. And by the time I got to school and, um, had settled in world history class, um, we found out that it was the, um, the twin towers in New York city and school kind of was just like done for, um, 
that day. Everything was just talking about that. Every class was like we were watching the news, and um, it was very, very, very sad. And um, you know, and I just remember just in light of everyone losing their lives, you know, just truly being thankful for you know me still having my mother. As I said, she did live in Manhattan and worked for American Airlines, and I believe. Um, had some type of affiliation with that flight. So I remember that was like one of the first things was just like, um, through all of the sadness, just truly thanking God for my mother. Um, and, um, let's see. There was 2,996 casualties. Um, and, 19 of those were Al-Qaeda terrorists. There was 25,000 people injured. Um, there was a total of 19 participants um, that uh, participated in the um, the demise of the World Trade Center and the lives um, that were affected by it. Um, yeah, and so as each year passes, seemingly it seems like as a world we... Um, get better but we you know that's something that we'll never forget especially when things happen on our um on homeland um we never forget those things and they have redone um they have a memorial in place of where the world tracings were um and it's extremely beautiful um but when you go there uh i don't know if some of you guys have actually been um but i i have been once and my mother and my aunts were actually just there um maybe like two months ago but you can't help but feel like, man, I'm standing on top of where there was just so much damage and terror and bodies and people unsure if they were making it home and people looking for their loved ones fighting and screaming. And it's just one of those things that it's just it seems very surreal when you're there. Um, but I truly recommend everybody um, going to experience the um 9-11 um remembrance memorial um and also this week um we did lose queen elizabeth um and so i believe queen elizabeth um and you know you've heard so many different things and i mean the thing is as normies as the normal people um we'll never really truly know, but you've heard so many things as like the good things. We know about all of the good things that the queen has done, but you also hear like the dark side stuff. Like, you know, she had something to do with Queen Elizabeth. I mean, uh, Princess Diana and then the stuff with Meghan Markle and her being black and all of that stuff. And you want to believe all of those things, but then, you know, you have somebody as lovely and graceful as the queen. And it's like, you can't really wrap your head around someone so great and of such stature as the queen doing those types of things. I mean, it does exist. I mean, that is for sure. So, um, I definitely want to say that, that those types of things do exist. And, um, like I said, yes, she was around for, I think she had a reign of like 50, 50 years. Um, so I wanted to, you know, just school everyone on a couple of little cool things about Queen Elizabeth and also honor her memory. Um, 
she was born Queen Elizabeth II. Well, she wasn't born Queen Elizabeth, but she was born um, the April 21st in 1926 at 2.48 a.m. Um, she was... Um, the Duke and Duchess of York, her parents, um, George VI and Queen Elizabeth, her mother. Um, and I think it's really cool when, like, a woman is named after her mom and they get, like, the second or junior or something. Like, I think that shit is, like, really dope and it doesn't happen enough. Because typically people think, like, oh, only the seconds or junior or senior or the third or the fourth or even the goddamn tenth is for men. And that's not true. Um, I have a cousin who is named after her mom. They have a different middle name. And I told her, I was like, you should have gave her your middle name too. It would have been so dope. She would have actually um, legally been a junior. She, We still refer to her as junior. But, I mean, you know, if she would have actually um, attained the whole name, it would have definitely been dope. Um, she was crowned queen on June 2nd, 1953. Um, it was watched on television by an audience of 20 million people. Um, her reign ended on September 8th, 2022, when she passed away peacefully um, in her castle in Scotland. Um, she was the longest reigning monarch ever in Britain, beating Queen Victoria, her great-great-grandma. As queen, she was served by 15 UK prime ministers. Her favorite dogs were corgis. She was the only person in the UK allowed to drive without a license. She, that, I think that is so fucking badass. She never had a fucking license. And she didn't fucking need one. She's like, you go stand in the line at the DMV. Or whatever the DMV is called over there. I'm not really sure. That's something I need to look up. Um, and I love taking little notes and shit so I can go back and actually research things. And I can follow up with you guys. So that's actually what I'm going to do. Make a note really quickly. Um. What is the DMZ called? In England. So I know it ain't called the damn DMZ. There's no fucking way. Um, the Qu Queen Elizabeth also had two birthdays. Her actual birthday, April 21st, and her official birthday, which was held on a Saturday in June when the weather's better. Um, her birthplace is now a famous fancy Cantonese restaurant. Um, Queen Elizabeth first sent an email in 1976 uh, and published her first Instagram post in 2019. I didn't even know fucking emails were around in 1976. I gotta look into that shit, cause I'm not buying that, okay? I'm sorry. Y'all know me. First email. I love little facts like this, like getting nerd. I nerd out on shit like this. Um, she had many hobbies, including horse racing, pigeon racing, and football. I didn't even know you could fucking race pigeons. Um, they probably gotta be the most boring shit on the planet to watch. I think so. I don't know. Watching pigeons? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are they going to do? 
Um, Queen Elizabeth became a homeowner at just six years old. This bitch had her first house at six. I ain't mad at you, girl. Um, in her lifetime, Queen Elizabeth sent around 50,000 Christmas cards. She owned an elephant, two giant turtles, a jaguar, and a pair of sloths. Princess Elizabeth made her first radio broadcast sorry, in October 1940 during the Second World War. Um, and number 15, even the monarch went undercover sometimes. On a recent low-key trip to Scotland, she made some American tour. She met some American tourists while walking. When the tourists asked if she lived locally, she mentioned she had a house nearby. And when asked if she'd ever met the queen, she simply pointed at security guard and said, no, but he has. Sense of humor, that's funny. It's really fucking funny. Okay. <clears throat> so. Um, like I said, and, um, you know, just a couple of little facts to, you know, let some of us get to know the queen a lot better, because I definitely learned some stuff right there that I didn't know about Queen Elizabeth. Um, and then we are going to shift into, um, I wanted to talk about movies and music. Um, so there are some new movies that actually just came out. And I got to watch two of the three. Um, and the first is Jurassic Park. Um, overall, out of five stars, I would give Jurassic Park four. Um, I give it four because it, overall it was a great movie. And I definitely think that um, being able to keep that momentum in its same drive almost nearly 30 years later, or I believe it might actually be 30 years, um, since the first, since the first, um, Jurassic Park. But to be able to keep that momentum and that energy alive, definitely, um, I think, uh, is great. And, um, 29 years, 29 years. The first one came out 29 years ago. Um, so, it definitely was good. Um, it definitely was a good movie. Um, and then, um, the new fucking Pinocchio. Oh my God. <clears throat> As a kid, I watched Pinocchio on VHS like over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Um, it was such a great movie. Um, and now the live version is. I mean, even better, it was just great. Like, it literally just came out, and my cousin and I, um, who I told you, my cousin Jessica, hey, Jessie, because she's somewhere around, and she's going to be listening to this. Um, we, they have this thing on Disney+, Plus, and I believe, my cousin said it's also on Hulu, but if you guys are able to do this with your family and your loved ones, especially those that are not um, in the same city or state as you, um, but to just still be able to watch a movie with them is priceless. So Disney Plus has this thing called Watch List or Watch Group or Group Watch or some shit. Well, anyway, um, you have to create this link and um, you send the link out. and You're able to have one person control the movie, which is my cousin Jessica. And so you could see when she actually paused it 
and you're able to interact and have emojis and you can comment and you can do all of these cool things. And so we watched Pinocchio together because, um, like I shared last week and even the week before that, and probably the week before that, um, we are extremely close as we have always been. Um, but one of the things that we share, like just like a true genuine interest in, and we could just talk about like literally all day, hours and hours is, um, it's film, right? Um, we share movies, uh, like I just watched this. This is really good. I'm gonna send you a screenshot of this so you can watch this, or I'm gonna share this with you from Netflix. So you can check it out when you have time. Um, and so to be able to do that, it was just dope. And so, um, one of the things that collectively that, uh, Jesse and I both loved was there was definitely, um, some color bitch the fucking color in pinocchio bitch they have black people yes and we were like come on black people we here to stay you gotta have us okay and we ain't going nowhere no time soon so um there was black people bitch in whatever city i'm not even sure where they stay i mean look like it's kind of like france uh we're about to find out right now but yes it was black people and i was like oh my god they didn't have black people in the first one. And I guess it kind of makes you feel like what was said about um, Walt Disney. Well, you bitches probably never heard it, but because uh, I'm a nerd. And like I said, I love history and I know people in Hollywood and all of this shit. <clears throat> but they said Mr. Walt Disney was racist. You know, I mean, look at some of the stuff that was filmed and sexist and all of that stuff. So uh, there was definitely no black people in the cartoon. Um, but baby, they got black people in, uh, in the live version. Okay. And what a time to be alive. It was absolutely stunning. To, to see, um, black people singing and performing like, and actually like singing, like not like singing, like they performing for all of the white people in the crowd and they got to leave through the back entrance. Um, once their set is over. No, like, Pinocchio's fucking godmother is a black bitch, okay? Yes, okay? And it was like, no, she wasn't a white bitch. She was a black bitch, okay? And I was like, yes, come on, bitch. And so, when I use bitch, you guys know that's like a term of endearment to me. Um, not in a way to be degrading, but in the LGBT community, you know, I mean, bitch is like a term of endearment. So, um, it was absolutely amazing to see that. Um, so what city does, what the fuck? Hey, iPhones trip out too. I don't know if y'all know that. Okay. That motherfucker spaz out too. They ain't shit. They ain't no better than, uh, Androids. They freeze and, uh. Pinocchio lives in a villa uh, called Kaladi. Now, uh, it's a village in Italy. So, Pinocchio is Italian. I guess with the name Pinocchio, duh, D-Woods, what the fuck, where you been? Um, 
but no, it was really, really good. And then, um, I did not see this movie, um, the black phone, but my husband did. And he said that it was actually pretty good. Um, I guess it was just now released on like Peacock or something. And, um, but he said it was pretty good. Um, I did watch the Elvis movie as well. I know that's like a couple of months old, but, um, it is now on HBO Max and other streaming services, uh, premium streaming services. And I know a lot of facts about Elvis anyways, but um, Elvis, um, <clears throat> Elvis thought, I mean, I ain't going to say he thought he was black because he obviously knew that he was white, bitch. But uh, Elvis, he loved black culture. And I think that Elvis has been portrayed in a negative light by so many different people as a song thief and all of that. Because that's the first thing that my cousin Jesse said. She said, when I hear the name Elvis right away, automatically, I think of thief. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm not going to give him a break or what? Um, but he did re-record some songs. Um, I'm going to look into, um, did he give those uh, people that he got those songs from any credit after while recording them or after recording them that I am not sure of, but he, um, he loved going to the black church because, you know, black people know how to have some church. Um, and he took to the shouting and all of the, he just, he was carried by the Holy ghost when he entered the black church. And you can say what you want to, but that man, he was convicted when he walked into that black church, baby. He seen those people jumping and shouting. And he caught the Holy Ghost, too. And I think what happened was he was imitating them catching the Holy Ghost. And then all of a sudden, God said, oh, well, you want to imitate it? Well, I'm about to get you hit with the Holy Ghost, too. And so he got hit and um, he hung out on um, on Bill Street and where all of the blacks hung, he shopped in the black clothing stores <clears throat> because he just loved the black culture. And I think that you got to respect that. You got to fucking respect that shit. And um, so that was definitely a great movie as well. Um, and now, see, they have all of these new... Um, they got a damn Chucky show. Um, and apparently it's good. Um, I believe that it's entering season two or they already have completed season two, but, um, uh, I'm gonna check that out and I definitely will, um, get back to you guys on that show and how great of a show it is. And there's also, um, <clears throat> this other series, um, Um, that apparently is pretty good, they say. Um, so, it's definitely on my uh, to-do list as well. Um, it's like the men upstairs or the men. Um, some shit with the men, okay? That's all I can tell you. But they say it's pretty good. Um, I'm actually trying to get the name. I should have had the name wrote down. Excuse me for being unprepared. Um. But I definitely saved it to my watch list because even the preview of it definitely grabbed my attention. And I am like one of those people where I get really involved and connected with the show. And like one episode or some shit 
it's just not enough for me, right? It's like I gotta, I gotta get it. I gotta really get it, and I, I need my fix. And so when I found out that a show has um, multiple um, seasons or something, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, let's do this. Like, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Um, so yeah, it's definitely um. Damn, I wish I knew exactly. Fuck. Um. Anyways, I'm gonna figure out the name of the show, and um, we will. Um. You know, we're gonna talk about it. Um. The building or some shit. Man. It's something like that. But anyways, we're not going to stay stuck on that. And then also, uh, what do you guys think about the um, new... Um, oh, only murders in the building. Yes, bitch. I was not going to fucking leave this show without... Um, it's the murders in the building. Uh, but anyway, so we'll go back to the murders in the building. What do you guys think about... uh? The new Megan Thee Stallion, um, uh, Plan B, uh, featuring Little Kim. So, for me, out of five stars, I'm gonna give it two and a half. I'm gonna give it two and a half because you hear a song like Plan B, right? And we all know what Plan B is, right? It's like when you done looked at you in that night of passion and you let him cream pie your ass and then you regret it the next day. You're like, oh, oh no, I shouldn't let him bust in me. Now I'm gonna be pregnant. And so, I'm gonna end up having to get an abortion. Or I'm gonna have to do some shit like that. Um so we all know that little Kim has uh, a very nasty and such a lovely mouth. It's provocative. Um but I did not personally and I know other people because I this is the type of shit that we talk about on here and this is the type of stuff that I talk about to other people. Um Little Kim did not bring the motherfucking pain on that song. Okay? She was too busy trying to rap like the newer female rappers like the young miamis and jt's and the lottos and the bias that to me that's what she was trying to sound like instead of just being the notorious kim that she is so i was definitely let down with the song but I, overall megan's album is um pretty good um it'll definitely make you want to listen to it a couple of times for sure so i think it's good Okay. Um so um and they also have remade Father of the Bride. Um Father of the Bride the second remake and then Father of the Bride two with Steve Martin and Diane Keating are two of my favorite movies from um my childhood. And so I have been looking and praying and praying that it ended up on a streaming service and then on September first, God heard those prayers, baby. And it was um it's actually on Disney Plus. But now they have made Father of the Bride the 2022 version. And, you know, with like everything, they have redid it. Um, I haven't watched it yet. It's actually um, something that I'm going to watch um, tonight. Um, but it stars Gloria Estefan and Andy Garcia. So 
it's the uh my brown people uh it's their version of father of the bride so it should be good definitely should have some good laughs in it so we'll talk about that next week for sure um so i'll let you guys know about that um and so i definitely want to say like uh you know i definitely enjoyed uh feedback from you guys um regarding last week some of you guys said that i had you guys laughing when i was reading the shit out of airy spears and mr tiffany haddish um in their fuckery and their coonery um and i mean in light of in regardless and if you've seen this gut-wrenching video um you'll understand why the world feels the way that we do regarding them it's awful um it makes you even afraid to even watch it. Like you gonna get flagged for child porn or some shit, and um, yeah, it was just so distasteful, and I'm so 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 still fucking disappointed, bitch. Okay, um, extremely disappointed. Um, I I just can't believe they fucking did this shit. To be honest with you. Um, and they can say whatever reasoning that they had to do so, bitch, it still doesn't make it right. Um, and I know several other people feel the same way too. And it's like, oh, you bitches serious. Like you guys have to, um, definitely, um, do better. You guys got to do better. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, and you guys got to get fucking counseled, okay? We don't want to see y'all fucking child molesting, sexual assault, um, child pornography making bitch asses. You guys are canned. And so on the uh, social media at Bigo, um, which I am on, and I encourage you guys to follow me at I am Dre too. Um, one of the hosts on Bigo said, what do you guys think? Is Tiffany Haddish funny? I said, no, she's not. Not even on a good day, bitch. I think Roseanne and Melissa McCarthy, uh, Wanda Sykes, uh, Ellen DeGeneres are funnier than her. And I mean, there's no shade because their jokes and their comedy is like more authentic than hers is. Right. Uh, she just got a break and, um, the right people put her on and that's how she got put on. Cause that bitch ain't even funny. Okay. <clears throat> My husband funnier than her and he ain't even that funny. No shade. I love you, but mm-mm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so she's not funny. They're not funny at all. They're a mess. And so now they're still trying to say that they were, um, I guess somebody's trying to strong arm them or something. I don't really know what they say, but whatever it is, it's lies. It's all lies. Okay. It's not even true. It's a mess. So, um, these people, um, saying like yeah their families are trying to black on or whatever girl please y'all bitches just got busted doing what y'all did and that's what that is and that's what it's gonna be and um so there we go so you can say uh whatever you want to say whatever makes you sleep good at night about your child molesting ass but you bitches are counseled We definitely are counseling you motherfuckers, okay? And I'm not even going to spend too much time on them again, reading the shit out of them because they are a mess, okay? Um, and so 
Um, tonight, uh, what I wanted to talk about was like parenthood, um, and why it is important. It's so important for children, no matter how old they are, regardless of their age or their gender, um, to have their fathers in their lives. Um, and so I wanted to open up a little bit about my own personal journey, um, with my father and his parenting and lack thereof. Uh, and what it has, how it has impacted my life, and also having knowledge of this and making sure that I personally don't recreate this with my own children, uh, any of them. Uh, so, my father um, and my mom um, knew each other prior to um, <coughs> dating, like, you know, the circle of life, the six degrees of separation, um, like years and years before my parents were even born, um, my paternal grandmother and, um, one of my cousins, my maternal cousins, um, they worked together at a hotel and they knew each other and they were friends and all of this stuff. And so yeah, the six degrees of separation was definitely already in effect. Um, parents got together, um, dad had a drug addiction uh, mom just didn't want any more parts of it um, so they split up and dad went his way and continued his life of crime or whatever however you want to call it dad ended up getting incarcerated um, dad got out uh, dad was hasn't actually honestly you know and I'm not gonna sit here and make some shit up I'm gonna speak facts and I'm gonna speak from the heart um, dad He's never really been around like that. Anyways, dad always been more of a a homeboy and like a part-time dad. Um, didn't really do dad shit with me. Did more like homeboy shit with me. And, uh, you know, and I, I do love him dearly. I do. But where I'm at now in life is, and we'll talk about that. Anyways. So, dad, um, I didn't have dad around to show me things like you'll see on like the movies and tv show so i always kind of felt like i was robbed in a sense right you watch like um cosby show and growing pains and family matters and they had their dads there and they had to talk with the birds and the bees they taught them how to drive they taught them how to tie a tie shaved them shaved with them the first time um there for graduation proms that wasn't my story um I didn't have men like that around. I had an uncle. I have an uncle who did as best as he could, but he he got his own demons and stuff. Uh, that's what I'm saying because I don't really have that much helpful stuff to say with my present feelings, um, with my present feelings towards my uncle. But I never want to negate his efforts that he did try to be a role model for me growing up as best as he could um so which in turn caused me to always look to men outside um to seek that uh that relationship with your father right i mean i would always mess around with guys i'm like in the 10th 11th grade and i'm like hooking up with guys that are like 29 30 40 um and it just went on and went on even as i got older um, I always went for men that were older than me because they needed to guide me and they needed to think for me. Um, 
And <clears throat> me and my father would have these um we would have these high points sometimes where we would really get together and we everything was great and we had a blast and uh he would be around. Um uh, and then there was also the dad that would make promises about school supplies and um Christmas gifts and birthday gifts or you know, you were lucky if you even got a phone call on your birthday from him. I remember sometimes he would call me and he would say, yeah, I'm on my way over to come pick you up. And bitch, I'll be outside eight hours. And he never showed up. And then at the eight hours, after the eight hours, I'm crying in a mess. And my stepdad's like, hey, he's not coming. Just come in. So back in like 2013, I, everything that I'm sharing with you guys, I share with my dad. And he said that he just felt like that I was okay and I was well taken care of because I had a stepfather and I had my mom and they both had jobs. And I'm like, bruh, that makes no sense. Regardless of me having them or him, he is not my biological father. You are. There would never be the same connection with him that I will have with you. And in a sense, and I'm going to just go ahead and call a spade a spade. My dad is not, he not shit. But I still love his not shit ass, right? Even to this day. But I love me more, and I'm not going to no longer allow myself to fall victim and be hurt by you, especially being a parent myself now. Um, So that just kind of just went on and just went on, like uh, psychological um, games and abuse. He would, like, play with my head and all that. And it was just like, you know, and I think around, like, the age 30, uh, around age 30 or 31, I definitely started to uh, wise up. And I'm just like, bro, like, I mean, I'm really starting to see who you are, you know. You will come around, like, during the holidays when I would go back and visit um, the state in which they reside. Um, and we would get together and take all of these pictures and everything is, like, life and grand. Love is life. And... Um, and then there would be months and months of no uh, communication. Uh, what D was, did you try to call? Absolutely. For a while, I did try to call. I would give voicemails. Or, hey, let me call you right back. And bitch, call right back. It's like three months later. So I just realized one day, like I had enough. And as dope as I am, uh, and everything that I have, and especially like the trajectory that I'm on now, right? Um, you're missing out on some great things college graduations and, um, buying my first car legally and having a beautiful life a beautiful husband um, a beautiful son um, back in school again um, almost done with that like you miss out on some really dope shit and I don't feel bad about it anymore I used to Okay, and this is why I say that parents, kids need their fathers no matter how old they are. Uh, I've watched as my mother has been mother and father effortlessly. Uh, and now, like, uh, I just have had enough. Like, you know, he'll still call and manipulate and, uh, or attempt, attempt to, you know, because we see through his shit. Him and my mom and myself. 
right we like over all of his stuff and like yesterday there was this conversation or two days ago in which i blew up and i got really upset because he's like telling my mom like hey is our son okay and she's like he's good so we call on three-way you know i'm talking to him and he realizes or he discovers that my mom is on the phone and for him that's a reason to hang up why i have no idea because he didn't want to have a conversation anyways he didn't want to fucking talk to us um it that was it for me and i was like you know what i'm done i'm done because as a parent as a fucking parent now right you guys know about my husband and i's two-year-old son maverick who we absolutely adore and is the most beautiful baby in the whole world um we refuse and when i say we my husband too because my husband is gonna he steps behind me right wrong indifferent but especially when i'm right and i'm speaking about some shit he got my back like no other and i love him for it and i love you forever but the same broken promises that you've done to me we're not going to allow you to do those things to our kid you're not going to promise that you're going to come up to where we live you're going to fly up here and you're going to see our son you're not going to say oh well uh when you and your dads get to Dallas, uh, you guys come over and see me. And then when we get to Dallas and you're not answering, but then you got our son all excited about to see his his grandfather or his papa or whatever. <clears throat> no, you're not about to do that. So we're just going to not introduce you, per se. Um, and we're going to protect our son from being heartbroken and upset and hurt and feeling like unwanted by his grandfather because a lot of the time that's how i felt i felt not wanted by my father and i'm not blaming uh my drug addictions or anything like that on him but um a a lot of the emotional pain that i did suffer was at the hands of that neglect and the usage of narcotics was just a uh um just to moisturize that hurt um and so I just don't want to do that uh, with our son. He deserves so much better than that. And I, I hope and pray that one day my dad gets his shit together so he can be um, definitely around, especially when, you know, my husband and I have the other, start having more children. But, I mean, you can't teach a dog, old dog, new tricks. and He's just going to kind of be his way. Um, and that's just what we've come to. Um, grips with and um, understanding that so right now it's a no and you know i definitely will let you guys know if anything changes but he's not trying to change so things are going to stay just the way they are that's just the way it is things will never be the same never be the same yeah 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 that's him okay um so if you got the opportunity to be in your kid's life and you're not in it shame on you shame on you if you can take care of other your your girlfriend's kids or your wife's kids but you can't take care of your own shame on you um so if you can man take care of your fucking kids okay they need it they fucking need it we need you and so that's why I said, you know what? I don't want, uh, I never want Maverick to feel this way um, about me or my husband or mostly who we're talking about, my father, his grandfather. So we're just going to 
protect him at any cost and you're just not going to be in our son's life at all <clears throat> because you're not going to be a part-time grandfather either you everything or you're nothing and so it's that and uh that's what that is man so i encourage and i tell dads call your kids and tell them that you love them and you're sorry about the past but you can only um correct the future um and be there for them please be there for them they need you we need you um and love on them man um and so we're gonna end uh about that specifically and you know i'll let you guys know of course if anything changes but i don't expect anything to change regarding that shit it's just it's just him right um <clears throat> so um what i do want to um talk about also is um so i think i've shared this with you guys if not well you guys are about to find out right now so since my husband and i have began the whole um adoption journey you know we've recorded um everything you guys literally will go through this journey with us so we have hours and hours and hours of footage the good stuff the bad stuff the tears the happy the happiness the joys and the pains um so what we're trying to decide right now is if we're going to break all of that footage down and create episodes or we're we just going to take footage from uh lots of different videos and make like one like um movie but um what we're actually thinking is um of releasing um like a season um going into the adoption right um, every week you know dropping like an hour episode or something because we have that much fucking footage and it's mostly to give you guys a um a backstage pass to see what it's like going into adoption um when things don't go your way when things are going your way um, and giving people hope for those that um, felt like they may they might not be able to adopt because they have a criminal background or at one point they were strung out on drugs and um that's our story my husband and um and i um that's our story but um we're here to show you guys that that's not true uh you no longer have to allow your past to hold you back from your future and so we're wanting to release that and so we're going to be working on that um obviously we're still recording right because we still have some ways to go um i just wanted to let you guys know that um so you can be expecting that from us um and it's going to be good of course right anything that we touch at two scoops with dre um you know we make it good we make it the best and uh, we relate it and like it's just blow me away that we're already on um we're already going to be on season uh episode eight of season one we're going to be coming to an end in a couple of weeks for uh the um season finale of two schools with dre man and it's just like wow it's been so fucking good and season two is going to be even better i promise you like i promise you like we're already working on shit you know we're working on sponsorships and, like, it's going to be fucking dope and like you guys just you loyal people just stay and it's only going to get fucking better um so like i do want to share um that um make sure that you follow 
us at two scoops with dre you follow us on house you follow us on on instagram tumblr blogger um wordpress weebly um youtube twitter you make sure you stay in the loop and also um subscribe to this on all of your all of your streaming services right we on every damn thing um itunes Apple, um, I yeah, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Deezer, um, iHeart, uh, Pandora. Make sure you get with us, man, and you like and subscribe and you share and you let your people know. You listen to this with your family. You listen to this going to work. You listen to this laying in the bed before you go to bed. Okay, um, we love you at Two Scoops with Dre. Hope you guys have a great work week and you had a phenomenal weekend. Stay safe and be blessed. And we will see you guys same time next week. And we're out.